This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Today we're going to talk about five signs that you may be dehydrated, how you can add flavor to your hydration game, and an exclusive stair workout video. Good morning, Carissa. Good morning, Cassie. How are you? I'm Fabulous. How are you? I'm excellent. Excellent. Good. I can't complain. Well, I can complain about the heat, which is why I'm glad that we're doing this episode today. It has been really hot here in Austin. It's for- a scorcher for sure. For those of you who are listening today or listening at some point in the future, you are time traveling back to August <laughs> 3rd. <laughs> it's a Monday. It's the first Monday of August. And uh, Carissa and I are both. Uh, in central Texas. I'm in San Antonio. She's in Austin. So we we like to think of ourselves as authorities on uh, how to handle gracefully really, really hot weather. We're in the triple digits right now. Yes. So we're excited about today's episode, but to jump before we get to all that goodness, which is going to be a nice quick overview and to cover some bases, really quickly, let's go ahead and get into our newsreel. So first of all, because I do not think that I've mentioned it yet, Carissa, um, and I keep forgetting, it happened a while ago, my team (laughs) got us onto Stitcher. So if you like to listen to podcasts via Stitcher, um, we heard your calls and we have answered them. So we're excited that we're up there. The approval process was pretty quick, so that was pretty exciting when, you know, another big company says, yeah, this is a real deal. <laughs> so you can find us there. Uh, second, my home studio is officially under construction. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. I, I'm so excited. I am so freaking thrilled about this. I'm actually recording this sitting in my little home studio. Um, Right now it's just got my desk and a big big empty uh, half of the room where we're going to build my uh, kitchen, my mock kitchen studio. So when you start to see some of these videos that we've got, we're probably a good six weeks out um, from publishing our first video. But when you see those, you'll know. I'll take some behind-the-scene photos. You can see that it's all smoke and mirrors. But I'm so excited about it. I got home from CrossFit this morning, and Austin just got back from a business trip. And I made myself my um, plantains, my you know post-workout glycemic loading <laughs> carbohydrate. And I uh, had myself half a plantain. And then I told Austin, I said, don't you get too comfy because we are moving furniture, buddy. Because what we did is we converted our downstairs guest room into what is now my office slash studio where I'll take all of my food photos and we'll film some demos. So um, I told him, I said, what I all I want today is to be able to record today's podcast sitting in my <laughs> desk in that room. <laughs> so, I love it. I love it. So my little pity party worked out and we got it all situated and we didn't even scuff any walls by moving furniture. Nice. That's always good. Um, And then last up on my list today, I, you know, for those of you who don't know, I've 
been crossfitting for about five years, I guess, is how long it's been, maybe going on six. Um, and maybe one day we'll do a show on, <clears throat> you know, my experience and transformation where I really started. And it was at the beginning. I was a beginner. Um, and I've taken some extended breaks in the last five, six years from CrossFit, just focusing on yoga, focusing on running and just evolving my fitness program. Um, but what I got to a point in 2013 where I was lifting pretty darn heavy Mm -hmm. and I loved it. I love getting a PR. There is nothing more thrilling to me than like going home with a brand new deadlift PR and I was really loving it and my body responded well, you know, I felt I felt great, man. But what happened is that it's hard to keep chasing PRs. And if your if your motivation to keep working out and to keep doing well and to keep showing up is to keep getting PRs, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that's kind of a lesson that I had to learn in practice. It I was so discouraged by the fact that I, you know, maybe I could hit a 235 deadlift um, two weeks ago, but I couldn't do it today. And it was just a bummer. Um, and so I decided, you know, fast forward two years of on and off again and going and kind of getting down on myself that my, my lifts just were not where they used to be because I was, my, the programming was different and I just went more often and I, I did some things differently. Um, but I decided that I am going to start lifting lighter weights and I'm going to be happy about it. And it is awesome. I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying this season of my workout routine. And if those of, if there's some of you out there that are like me, you know, you crossfitted before, or maybe you were just a lifter, or maybe you were, um, just super fit back in the days. And now it's 20, 30 years later, and you're looking back on your youthful self and you don't know that you can ever get to that point. Leave that person behind and focus on, my advice to you is to focus on how you can feel awesome today. If just showing up and doing a lighter weight makes you feel great, then do that. Today's workout, our head coach, Jeremy Tucker, was working out with our class and um, Jeremy and I have known each other for a really long time and he's seen me through the full swing of um, getting into shape and then, you know, just all, all the ins and outs. And today's workout, our main wad was um, three rounds for time, run an 800, and then 30 kettlebell swings. Ooh, and so I um, love those kind of workouts. Ugh, oh, jealous. I, I really like them too. You know, some folks like to complain about the running. And of course, while I'm running, I want to complain about the running. Right. <laughs> but I really do like them. But the for the kettlebell weights, the prescribed weight was 35 pounds for girls. And... <laughs> He was standing next to the weight rack, and I went up to the weight rack, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to grab that 23-pound kettlebell. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looked at me and shrugged. He goes, all right, if that's what you want. And I said, that's what I want, and I felt so good about it. So anyways, I just wanted to let you know that if you're out there and you're lifting lighter weights and you're wondering if that's okay, you know, just consider myself, not that you need my permission, but consider yourself having permission to do what feels (laughs) right for your body. For so, sure. That was my extended newsreel. Take it Love away, it. Carissa. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to put this at the top. So this up, this Monday, as in today, right now today, um, there is something called the Gratitude Workbook that is launching. And I am so excited to work my way through this workbook. It's a 30-day 
um, program you can get online. Um, we will get a link in the show notes for you. And I'm really excited about this because who doesn't need more gratitude in their life? And I'm just excited to see what changes come about after this 30 days of gratitude. And I'm just really excited about it. So that's what I'll say about that. We'll put some links. And then as I go through it, I might give you guys some updates on, on how I'm doing with it. So super excited about that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is this is like a wink wink and I won't get into any details, but if any of you know what I'm talking about, you will get this. And let me just say, ladies, I don't know why it took me so long to be a, to become a diva for a certain week of the month and why it took me so oh. long to try it out. I have no idea. And I'm like, where has this been all my life and why have I not been using it? So I just have to say, I love it. If you don't know what it is, Google it, you'll figure it out and you'll thank me for it. That's all I'll say about that. Won't get into details. <laughs> um, just the most amazing thing ever. Like what? Um, okay. And then <laughs> Third on my list is I have gotten back into coloring recently, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's been something I just do 20 minutes before bed now every night, and um, I'm just really, really enjoying it. It's just a great de-stressor, a great way to wind down the day, and it just lifts my mind off of the to-do list and you know, you'll sit there in bed and you'll think about, you know, conversations you've had or conversations you might be planning on having or the things that you need to do that you didn't get done or what you're going to do tomorrow. And instead, now I'm just kind of really winding down without like a TV show, which I'm really enjoying. That's um, nice. So I really like it. And there's so many great adult coloring books out right now. It's like just the detail and it's just a ton of fun. I really like it. So I'm enjoying it. Man, that's a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. It was great. I went out and bought myself a really nice large colored pencil kit <laughs> and like I have three coloring books. So I always have something fun and new to pick from. I'm loving it. It's great. Those are my favorite childhood presents. Anytime somebody gave me a box of coloring pencils or crayons, I would just, I would be over oh. the moon. And then I'm sure this is going to come as no surprise to all of you who are listening. And yeah. by now you feel like you know me because you do. Um, I'm a very type A adult and I was a very type A child. <laughs> mm -hmm. My coloring box, if my sisters borrowed them or my friends borrowed them and they didn't put the colors back in the appropriate <laughs> rainbow order. I oh, would, that's so you. I would be I would be nice about it and because I wanted them to feel like they were welcome to use my colorings, coloring right. tools anytime they want. But as soon as they left, I'd stay up and I'd rip them all out and then put them all back in. <laughs> oh, so true. So true. There's nothing better. I don't know. It just brings me back to my childhood is like, you know, these, when I opened up the new container of brand new coloring pencils, or if you smell like a box of crayons, it just takes, it's amazing how scents um, will just take you right back. It's amazing. I love it that. It is, you know, and, and back to school is starting now. So that's, yeah. it does, back to school makes me crave a back to school <laughs> 
outfit. Like, I want to go buy, like, a lunch pail or something. It, I know, in a fresh box of crayons. I get it. Yes. Okay, <laughs> anyway. awesome. Well, let's, let's get into the show today. So, we're, we're at the beginning of August. We're smack in the middle of summer. Um, you know, the dog days of summer, so to speak. Yeah. And this is a time where... You know, there are some, some of us might be experiencing some symptoms as a result of the heat and working out. Um, and we may or may not realize that some of these things that we're experiencing could be related to just hydration. And if you'd like a good baseline background information in hydration, we recorded in episode number 11 was our Hydration 101 episode. And that's where we talk kind of about just the basics and yeah. really what does water do for your body and how much water should we be drinking. And we'll recap some of that today so you don't have to go listen to that right this second. But um, it's it's a good it's good additional information. So um, I and think... I will say coming up, we will have a Hydration 103 where we talk about water quality. Oh, so, that's right. We did say we were going to do that. Yeah, we're going to do that at some point. So don't worry. We'll get to the whole quality part, but... Today, we're just talking about five signs that you might be dehydrated, right? Right, exactly. And these are, you know, honestly, especially one of these symptoms that we'll get to in a second, um, these are not the, the, the most severe ones, which we covered in Hydration 101. You know, mm-hmm. there are some major health implications <clears throat> to being dehydrated long term. We're really going to talk about the more superficial things that can manifest in your body that you might be noticing just popped up overnight and you're wondering what the heck, where did this come from? So let's go ahead and jump into it. So number one sign that you might be dehydrated is bad breath. Um, That's something that might surprise some folks, you know, if all of a sudden, and I forget the technical term, is it alopecia or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Goodness, there we go. I, I I missed a research point for the podcast. Type A Cassie forgot to put one of her coloring pencils back in the right spot. Um, yeah, so bad breath is could be a sign of dehydration. What happens is when we're properly hydrated, we produce a lot of saliva. And that saliva helps. It does a lot of things. Helps us digest food. Helps food get down um, our esophagus. But... It also helps keep our gums healthy and bacteria manageable. So kind of that clean flush, so to speak, um, really helps keep our our dental and our mouth health um, really top notch. So if you've noticed all of a sudden that you've got dry mouth or and, and maybe bad breath is starting to creep up, it could have something to do with the fact that maybe your saliva production is down and it, it could be... Um, cured by drinking some more water. For sure. So number two, um, this is something that I suffered with for a long time. And I was in denial that it had anything to do with water. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to admit it. So number two uh, sign that you could be dehydrated is if you have dry skin. And this could be dry skin. And what we're talking about is like flaky, red, Uh, skin or maybe you even have started to manifest some small lines are popping up just if your skin feels tight and dry and and I'm thinking it's particularly you know my face is where it showed up on me and before you run to the counter um, you know for some over-the-counter latest big Cosmo moisturizer 
um, this cure-all, super-duper whatever is out there, remember <laughs> that health and hydration for your skin, nutrition for your skin comes from within, not necessarily what you put on top of it. What you put on top of it can kind of mask what might actually be the problem, but if you really want to solve something or correct something, um, your safest bet and your best starting place is to try to fix it from within. So dry skin could be a sign simply that you're dehydrated. And me saying this, some of you are going to be sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I drink so much water and my skin is dry, but it, that can't be it. And I was with you. I thought that too. Um, but at the end of the day, when I really started tracking how much water I was drinking, and then I started to take into account my exercise, how much I was walking, and the fact that the temperature was starting to rise, um, yeah. I realized that I needed way more water than I, than I had thought previously. And when I upped it, my skin health improved dramatically. It was just that easy. And that's why I wanted to bring up all of these, these five signs because they could seem like they're attributed to something else. Right. You know, these, these five manifestations. And at the end of the day, if the fix is as easy as drinking more water, well then heck yes, let's try that first. For sure. So that's a good one. Number three, um, this is something that I have to remind myself and folks of a lot. If you're experiencing regular headaches, granted, headaches can be caused by a lot of different things, um, but they could be caused by dehydration. It's believed that um, when the body is lacking in enough water or electrolytes for its normal function, or the brain, excuse me, is lacking in the, in the water and electrolytes, the blood vessels will constrict, and it, this whole process can trigger pain sensors in your brain and cause a headache. Um, they refer to this, for whatever reason, as a secondary headache. So hmm. before you, you know, grab the Advil or the acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, I encourage you to drink a couple big gl glasses of water and wait about 30 minutes and see if that helps. You might be surprised. Yeah. So especially in this heat. Number four, muscle cramps. This is something that has been coming up a lot from folks that I know um, I'm really close with through the project, whether they were participants in the July project or um, their, their personal friends and family. Folks have said, oh my gosh, this summer I've just been having these crazy muscle cramps. They're just popping up all over the place and I don't know what the deal is. I'm eating great. I'm exercising. I'm, I'm stretching. I'm rolling out. And at the end of the day, my first go-to to try to find some sort of a nourishing reason why is could be that you're dehydrated. We underestimate how much water our body loses, especially in the summertime. Um, and if you're listening to this in the wintertime, you know, holler, thanks for scrolling all the way back. But like, <laughs> don't think that just because it's cool outside does not mean that you're also not losing water and you need to stay hydrated. So if you are experiencing muscle cramps any time of the year, this is a really great place to start. Um, and then I encourage you, it's not just the water that could be causing the muscle cramps. It could also be that you are deficient in important electrolytes. So um, one of my easy go-tos, if you're experiencing muscle cramps, for example, don't do the Gatorade. <laughs> don't do the Gatorade. <laughs> I do, in the spirit of full disclosure, we do have a giant jar of Gatorade mix in my pantry. It's one of those, um, you know, because I love him so much, I'll let him have that. <laughs> right, right. Um, but I am, I'm trying to get him onto a, a healthier electrolyte drink. But if you are experiencing 
muscle cramps on a regular basis. I know somebody right now who said that she will get two Charlie horses a night. And that's just unacceptable. So what we're trying right now, um, at least for a little while to see if it helps, is my the electrolyte drink. It's natural. All I all you do is take coconut water, which actually has an incredible amount of potassium and it's got more potassium than a banana. And potassium is one of those really necessary electrolytes um, that we can lose during heat and sweat and just living our lives. So it's Mm -hmm. got a lot of potassium in it, and if you want to make it a complete electrolyte drink like a Gatorade, add some sea salt to it, shake it up, and then you're good to go. Yep. So if you're experiencing muscle cramps, especially if you're experiencing them on a daily basis, I encourage you to drink at least one to two glasses, eight ounce glasses of that salted coconut water a day. No other flavors, just the plain kind. Yeah. Um, drink a couple of those a day in addition to your other water and uh, and see I if like that to helps. use the coconut water as a base for my smoothies in the summer. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. Okay, and then the last sign that you could be dehydrated is if you're feeling those lazy summer days and the in the exhaustion and the feeling of overall lethargy has just taken you over. Um you know, your energy may be down. You might feel a little sleepy during the day. Maybe you have blurry vision at nighttime or in the morning or at other times during the day that you're thinking, gosh, maybe I should go get my eyes checked. Well, all of these could be a sign that you need to be drinking more water. Um, Our energy levels and the ability to thrive during the day really is directly correlated to how hydrated we are. And remember that our bodies, it's a giant, we're a giant walking chemical reaction, right? And all the things that go on in our bodies, all of the processes and you know, our metabolism, our hormone functions, our energy production, the medium for the majority of those reactions in our body is water. And if we don't have enough water, our body is not going to be as efficient in doing what it needs to do to maintain energy levels, to keep losing weight if you've got weight to lose and that's what you're working towards, to keep your hormones healthy and balanced. So if things are feeling generally off and you're feeling generally exhausted, especially during these hot summer days, drink more water. You might be surprised by how much it helps. Um and, and, you know, and, and even more importantly, I think a lot of folks don't drink water because they don't feel thirsty. Right. And this is something that we may have talked about in 101. Um, well, I but, think if you're already thirsty, you're already way into dehydration. Isn't that correct? Right. Exactly. You know, you, waiting for your body to tell you when it needs water by way of thirst is a complete misnomer. Um, it's it's old information that is outdated, just like dietary cholesterol is bad for you. Um, and I know several people who say that they will only drink water when their body tells them that they're thirsty. And at the end of the day, what we really need, by the, like Chris has said, by the time thirst strikes, your body's already dehydrated. It's already lacking in some of those metabolic processes. Maybe fatigue has already started to set in. Maybe your muscles are starting to get depleted already, so the muscle cramps might sneak up tonight. So stay on top of it. Even though you're not thirsty, be drinking water. And as a recap from episode um, number 11, 101, if you're curious about how much water is the right amount of water for me to drink, 
because the old information says eight glasses of water a day. And mm -hmm. there's no way that that's appropriate for a 200-pound man as it would be for a 130-pound woman. Yeah. So <laughs> the the kind of new... <laughs> the new It's so silly when you think about it, too. Like, yeah. oh, everyone's just eight classes a day. Well, no, no. Not exactly. Not yeah, exactly. exactly. Not, and especially not if you're out working outside all day long. Let's say if you're, in a, you're a landscape architect and you're outside all day long in the middle of summer, you definitely need way more than that. Um, but a good starting point, a calculation that you can use, and you can do some quick mental math, because it only requires uh, dividing by two. Um, take your body weight and divide it by two. And whatever number you have left is the number of ounces of water that I encourage you to start at drinking in a day. Okay, so for example, I weigh on average between, my weight fluctuates between 135 and 140. So I like to try to shoot for um, uh, 70 ounces of water a day. And one of the ways that I mark that is I will use, I will measure how much water fits into one of my canisters. You know, one of those things you can take around with you, whether you have a glass one or an aluminum one, or you've got your other favorite ones out there. Um, measure how much water fits into one of those and then figure out how many of those do you have to drink in a day to get yeah. your minimum daily water. And so I will drain those, but I also, outside of that 70 ounces, <clears throat> I wake up every morning and I have a glass of water. So my, my metabolism essentially gets a nice boost. Um, my, my aware awakeness is that much better. I don't need coffee first. I definitely need water. It helps get everything moving fast. Um, and then I also do not count water that I drink at mealtimes or sparkling water or tea. So it's really just that canister. And I try to drink one in the morning hours um, and then one to two in the afternoon hours, depending on. I don't like to go past dinner because if you go past dinner, you might find yourself up all night. So. And if you need a way to track, um, there's a lot of great water trackers. Mm -hmm. um, that you can get as apps for free. Some of them are based on that, you know, uh, what it would it be, 64 ounces a day. But you can, you know, I think there are some that where you can actually customize. Maybe I think it's called Water Balance, where you can actually customize so that you can put in that number Cassie was talking about and track it. Um, so, and I think there's one called water alert too. I don't know. I'll look them up and put them in the show notes for us so we have them, but they're they're great too. So that way you can kind of track on your phone if you'd like to. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. You know, we track water in the Fed and Fit project and um, one of my participants, well, several of them, but one in particular was especially enthusiastic this last time. She was like, you? Because part of it is tracking water and we have a journal and we've got this really cool water tracking template. Nice. Um, but she says... You need an app so we can track this um, from our phone. So I'm working on it, you guys. We're going we're gonna to get that out. I don't know how to do an app, but by golly, I'm going to figure it out so you've got one. I have some um, people I can put you in touch with. I, I'm sure you do. That sounds good. Um, okay, and then so my last tip with, to do with this water is, you know, if you're having a hard time remembering that you need to stay on top of your, your water game, one thing that you can do is you can buy a plant and 
keep that plant so that on your patio or someplace where you can easily see it throughout the day. And when the plant starts to get droopy, it's a nice reminder that our bodies need water just like the plants do, you know? When you start to feel kind of droopy and you start to feel like you've got a headache or you don't have enough energy, water is really just the source of life for all of that. And I've got a little, for example, green potato vine on my back patio and it gets droopy after 24 hours without a drink. So it reminds me, I told Austin, said, should we move that to someplace else in the yard where it's not constantly staring at us? I was like, no, I like it being there because it keeps me, you know, keeps, reminds me, A, to go water my vegetable garden, but B, it reminds me that water is just the source of life. And yeah. without it, our bodies become droopy. Our skin becomes dry. We get headaches, bad breath sets in, muscle cramps start over, and I just, we don't have enough energy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a good, nice little passive reminder. I like that. That's really, that's really cute. Yeah. So it's a way to do it. Okay. Well, um, we're almost at 30 minutes. We want to quickly jump into our fed and fit segments and we'll knock this out real quick for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're almost done. So, um, for today's fed segment, we're going to keep it topic appropriate. I want to talk about three ways you can add flavor and fun to your hydration game. So when you're drinking, all of a sudden, let's say if you're like me and you weigh 140 pounds, um, and you have to start, you're going to start drinking 70 ounces of water a day. You're like, you're going to get to a point at the very beginning where you may not like water, or you're just going to be grossed out by the idea. So there's some things that you can do. Number one, I like to add fresh lemon or lime juice to my water. Add it in there, shake it up, pour it over ice, whatever it is that you want to do. And it just becomes this refreshing, not sweet lemon or limeade. It's delicious. It's so good. Number mm -hmm. two, drink it with some greens. So break out that juicer. You know, during the summer months when I'm drinking more than 70 ounces because I'm working out and I'm outside a lot and I'm sweating, um, <clears throat> I like to drink regular green juice. I'll drink one or two huge glasses of juice that I've made from... Uh, cucumbers and kale and ginger. It's I got a recipe on my on my website that I'll link to it in the show. It's my uh, lemon ginger green juice, but that's a really good way to get some water and to also um, add some add some flavor into the routine. And then lastly, drink some broth and or enjoy soup on a regular basis. I know during the summer months, soup isn't something that where we gravitate towards because we probably just want to go sip on a nice. <laughs> cool margarita and sit in a nice cool pool but um staying hydrated with hydrating foods is also really helpful so make yourself some bone broth some chicken broth or whatever you've got handy and um slurp up a few nice big bowls of soup a couple times a week and that'll that'll really help liven up the the hydration game for sure well, for my fit segment, I'm going to throw you guys a workout video, so make sure you check out the show notes to get the link to it, and trust me, it's a workout that you will need to hydrate afterwards, because <laughs> it's all with stairs that you can do that are in your home, or at the office, or on the stair climber if you decide, so if you guys are going to like this one. <laughs> nice. That's exciting. I can't wait to see it. Well, cool. Well, thank, every thank you, everybody, for joining us once more. We're excited to continue the show. If you have feedback, as always, 
We are all ears. Leave us a comment or especially leave us a review on iTunes. That is really helpful and helps other folks find our show. Um, But you're welcome to find us. Track us down on social media and let us know what you think. Uh, Thanks for listening and we will be back again next week.